As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. I did not Google naked toddlers. I don't know. Why would I Google something like that? No, 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 no. You Google Creed. If I Google naked toddlers F- right now, I'm pretty sure the FBI would no, no, bust no. down my door right now. Pod. Uh, when First, we oh yeah, about, we could remote in. Yeah, we can have them on the pod when we talk about loan conspiracies. <laughs> loan conspiracies. <laughs> loan <Stop. laughs> right. If you've ever seen the lowest viewership. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about no. the conspiracies behind like, home loans. So, why do you think the rates are so high, Kevin? Go ahead. And then he'll, like, <laughs> he'll say something. He'll say something about Joe Biden or some bullcrap, and I'll be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, that's cool." And um, and now why why won't they go back down? You know, can you tell me more about that? And then you know, you just kind of pick his brain and go through it, and it'll, we'll have a great podcast by the end of it. And don't worry about it. <laughs> we'll just roll with it. Yeah. Straight off the cuff. Um, hey, uh, speaking of podcast episodes, though, um, a lot of people found the furry brony episode quite funny. Just want you guys to know that. I did, I'm I did know that. I did highly that. disappointed in people that listen to our show, man. Like, they they got solid belly laughs out of it. Like, that good. That is that is good. They understand yeah. comedy and how it works. Yeah, right, one, well, one person even a, it ended up turning into a big joke because all I woke up to on a birthday weekend was. <laughs> images of furries saying happy birthday and and randomly it wasn't just like you guys and one other person i got like 15 of them good some of them i didn't even reply back Listen, somebody told me this was their response this was their exact words they said you can feel how uncomfortable andy is yeah <laughs> mm. mm. that's good immersion i love that that is solid right solid they he, they could feel the discomfort we should try to hit speakers. that goal every episode well, I feel like you guys have target. done a pretty good job. <laughs> the good thing now about having the podcast about furries and bronies is that we can move past it. We have now yeah, sure. we have now brought it up in every episode. We have we have we have bridged that gap. People are it, it's now old, and and like all things that are old, it should die, and we should move on to newer heights. Hopefully, heights that don't involve me cringing. Don't talk about my grandma like that, dude. <laughs> Said all things that are old should oh. die. It's like, whoa, dude. <laughs> Talk about people's grandmas like that. 
I mean, some things that are old live in live in infamy. So I think we've we've brought bronies and furries to an infamous level. Speaking of things that aren't old, what's our topic for today? Well, before that, real quick, um, wow. for all of our listeners, our our my good friends, both Andy and Cody. Cody's today. Um, Andy's was uh, Saturday. So just want to wish you guys happy birthday. Hope you guys had a great one. And uh, if you guys get a chance, just shoot him a happy birthday on, on uh, Messenger or whatever the case may be. I will block you if you find me and message me. I mean, we're not really like Unless you send pictures of furries while you say it, you know. Instantly blocked. I actually, uh, I don't go. You can't find me anymore on Instagram or anything like that. I go by Big Mama now. So uh, I saw that. What is me, that about? I, I was so, like, I so, saw a response on Discord and it said "Big Mama." Probably one of the funnier <laughs> fell out. <laughs> probably one of the funnier engagements we've ever had. We've had in a long time. Um, I'm laying in bed watching a show. I mean, it's not super late. It's probably like seven, eight o'clock at night. We're chilling. My kid, my family's six. So we're chilling watching a show, and I get a random text message, and it just says, "Hey, Big Mama, gift is in the mail or in the mailbox," and I'm like. Huh? <laughs> and I look at the text and I'm like, Oh, what? Cody did tell me about And then I respond, I look forgot, at the name and it's from the, Cody. Forgot about the I, winky face. It was a winky, winky face, face, right? It was a whole yeah. thing, right? I mean, it was just hey, so like, mama. it was just so like perfectly written out. And I, I was confused. Like I literally was in a moment of like, I, was that, was that for me? Cause it, cause it said birthday. <laughs> like the, there was a gift. So I'm thinking like he didn't act it. So I text back just, huh? And I'm like at a loss. And I'm like, I, I look over to Julia. Like, I'm not comfortable telling Julia that Cody just texted me a big mama, right? Like, uh, do I bring this up? And so I like lean over and I'm like, I think he mistexted me. Like, I'm thinking you texted him with the wrong person. But uh, 10 seconds later, his wife sent it to the group text saying that they're dying over there. So I assume you rolled over when you realized after I said, huh, what it had said. And uh, yeah. <laughs> the, if you. You should have just. If you don't know it. how well Cody is, so what I've learned is, for some things, it's just better to go with it than to go against it, right? Mm-hmm. The furries thing, I'm not gonna go with. I'm gonna resist every inch and ounce of the way, just to, because it's just should not be accepted. But when when something like this happens, Cody tends to lean into it. So the next thing you know, in every application, phone thing you could possibly think of that had my name before. Um, I was renamed to Big Mama. Big Mama. So instead of going against it, I leaned into it and photoshopped myself really poorly on my phone, um, of my face over the top of Big Mama. So I am forever now Big Mama inside of our Discord. Heck yeah, Big Mama. Yeah, you should have just like been like when you saw it and Julia was like, well, who, who texted? You should be like, oh, what was that? You should be like, oh, Cody just hit me up. You know, it's just normal how we talk. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Because your wife text and instantly included my wife, and then it all went downhill from there. Next thing I know, I've got like you've got Cody. If you don't know this about Aaron, Aaron, if you don't know this about Cody either, he also has like random names for all of us in his phone. Like that's his thing. Like, what's your mom and dad called? You do? Um, I uh, I hadn't mine's just, haven't. Mine's just Aaron though, right? Uh, it, well. you know, you know, it was Aaron Church for like a year. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it still is aaron church <laughs> that's fantastic <laughs> it has your profile as your picture hey that's from... like a solid stage name though like we want to welcome aaron church aaron church yeah yeah no um so. i have big mama um and then my mom 
Oh, my old boss is Mr. Krabs. Um, that's nice. Lance. Lance is Mr. Nice. Krabs. Um, let's see what else I got on here. I had a lot of SpongeBob things going on. I had like the little little sardine home. I remember the Pope. I remember <laughs> Obama or Trump. I remember all the like. I just remember people would call your phone, and I'd be like, "What in the world are you doing?" And oh you're yeah, like, yeah. Oh, that's my mom. So uh, has Andy been switched to Big Mama? Yeah, yeah. He's Big Mama with his with his face nice. plastered nice. on on Big that's, Mama. That's fantastic. Yeah, for all you guys that don't know, I can't see it, of course. In Discord, his picture is picture of uh, you know the movie Big Mama. It's, it's, it's the Eddie, is it Eddie Murphy? What's his name? No, um, no. Uh, why can't ooh. I think? It's Eddie Murphy, isn't it? No, it's the guy from Bad Boys, uh, Martin. Um, oh, Martin, oh Lawrence. Martin Lawrence. Sorry, Lawrence Martin Lawrence, Lawrence, Big Mama with my face on top of his. Poorly done. Because Fantastic. that's how that's how you really do Facebook uh, Photoshop. Photoshop. Don't time on Photoshop anymore. Fantastic. It's good stuff. So, well, either way, uh, happy birthday, Big Mama, and uh, crazy code man, code man. So, Thanks, Aaron Church. Aaron Church. Aaron Church. Everybody. Hey. Uh, so, you guys dropped this topic on me. Twenty Seven Club, and at first reading. So that's what we're talking about today. Is twenty the Twenty Seven Club, and at first reading. Um, didn't think much of it, and I was like, "All right, well, it's just a bunch of famous people." And then you start digging into it, and um, it's crazy. It is crazy, and the list is huge. How many um, people are on that list? Well, this Wikipedia's list is worldwide. They're all famous people, uh, artists, musicians, uh, actors. I would hope so. <clears throat> right. But I mean, uh, just had a list of every twenty-seven-year-old who's died. That'd be a pretty long list. True, it's just musicians. That's what the twenty-seven club is, right? Is it just musicians? I believe it's just musicians. Because uh, it Wikipedia says artists and musicians, so I figured maybe it's I don't know. I guess they just loop them in together. But anyway, um, I'm gonna let you guys drop the backstory. Definitely intrigued, though. It's crazy. I mean, I don't know if there's much of a backstory other than historically going back to like 1911 because i believe that's the very first person that well sorry 1938 would have been the year he died um but that is when the first of the 27 club members started <clears throat> and it really has... doesn't become a thing until later when you start to realize you've got big names like Jimi hendrix janice joplin you know so this list has a guy from 1892 Oh, so they've gone Alexand- back even further. Alexandre Levy, a composer, pianist, and conductor. Um, he was one—the only one that the cause of death is unknown. Probably just because it wasn't as recorded, or a, you know, they didn't have the uh, the ability to um, <clears throat> discover through dissection and stuff as much. But he died. Yes, twenty-seven years and sixty days old. So this this came up as a topic because Cody and his wife were talking about, and I don't remember what the exact exact topic was you guys were talking about, but you got on the topic of the 27 Club. Um, If anybody's never, like, really looked into it, it's, like, renowned artists, people that you would know. Amy Winehouse, Janis Joplin, Jimi Hendrix, Scott, uh, uh, what is it? Is it Kurt Cobain? Is he on here? Yeah, He is on here, yep. Right? Uh, These are all people that did not make it to 28. They died in their 27th year of life. And it's an insane list. Um, I don't actually, I, I'm, I'm literally here trying to Google to see how many there are. There's a lot. I mean, Wikipedia probably, I don't know if it's the most accurate, but they do have a large list, um, a large list 
going all the way back, all the way until August of 29th. Somebody, they, this list also has actresses. Everything I've ever read, because uh, Rolling Stone and all those, it was always focused on artists as far as musicians. Um, but it looks like they've expanded that now to include other uh, genres as well. So, like, you know, stooges and stuff like that. But it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. And who can guess what the number one cause of death was? Oh. Muck duck. <laughs> muck duck. <laughs> what the heck is muck duck? Oh, God. You need to watch some TV, my friend. It's murder. It's murder. I it's a funny that. way to say murder. <laughs> I love when you have to explain. These I'm not. I'm just there. not. I'm no, I'm not going to explain. It. I love I'm, it. If you don't know, I'm sorry. You don't get to know. No, it's like sorry. the Reddit thing. Because there's over listeners again. that don't know what it is. You no, I don't even it. care. Don't Drop even it. care. Drop nope. It, nope. What is it? I'm what not telling it? them. I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. See, this doesn't make me cringe. I mean, it makes Cody cringe, but in a different way. Yeah. Um, I love it. No, I uh, I don't think it's murder, right? I think it's drug overdose, correct? Drug and alcohol overdose are the top. Yeah, top I mean, one. musicians. Oh, I think self murder that involves self murder. That's self mutilation. <laughs> self murder. Self murder, also <laughs> known as self muck duck. Self self murder. Self muck duck. Muck duck. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, Amy Winehouse being the because all the rest of these I, I I don't after her I don't necessarily recognize, but these are from around the world. But Amy Winehouse in 2011 alcohol poisoning. Yeah, she went out to the booze, the drink, the bottle. She dipped herself. Lightweight. But it's funny because then you look at some like heart issues, kidney failure. Pretty sure those are around drug use and alcohol use. Acute hemorrhagic pancreatitis. Or there's other motives. Alcohol. Here. And I mean, listen. Is that, where, guys, is that has, where we're going with this? I, well, did someone invest? In the idea of the 27 Club, and now you've invested too much time into this thought that the 27 Club is a real thing, that you go out of your way to make sure that it continues to exist? I mean, let's I mean, be real. It, it, if it you're is, an artist it, and you're on drugs and alcohol, is it really that hard to make it happen? You're like, oh, hey, look, I got this new thing. Try it out in a bathtub. How old was Aaron Carter? Did anybody look that up? Who's Aaron Carter? Aaron Carter just passed away. Nick Carter. So Aaron Carter was a younger brother, but also an artist uh, who younger artist. Or sorry, younger brother to Nick Carter, who was a part of the Backstreet Boys. Correct. Uh, he he so. most he's most known for a bunch of songs, but I always remember him for the song "Beautiful Soul." So if you've ever heard that song, yeah, he was pretty young when he started, right? Uh, he like was late nineties or something like that. Yeah. And, so and he was twenty seven. Well, I no, don't he know. Was 30, I just, he was 34 when he died. It, it popped in my mind because he just recently passed away from drug uh, overdose. Kind of he, went, he went bye, bye, bye. Is what right. Saying. I would say 27 <laughs> is when he became... Oh, my God. <laughs> I just... Stop. Stop. Oh, cringe. <laughs> cringe. I don't know if he... The problem is he probably... He might, not have, like, he might not have wanted it that way, but <laughs> it's, it is what it is. <laughs> Tell me why. <laughs> Tell me why. <laughs> I'm sure we're bleeding in sync and, and Backstreet Boys here, but you know, yeah, yeah. it's all it's all boy bandish. It's yeah. Oh, cringe. Whatever. So, what what songs did you say you remember him by? 
I'm the only song to, I remember him is Beautiful Soul. Uh, and you're not going to get me singing on podcasts, so. Um, but he, I know he released like some early songs when he was like a, a younger teenager, like back in the early 2000s. Uh, let's see. Beautiful Soul is the only one that I, because I never listened to him. Um, I'm trying to see. Like he's, he did a lot of music. He was also on like Cribs as a kid. Like a, like a, like 13, 14, something like that. I mean, uh, if I was, was a millionaire as a kid, I, you, my house would have been on Cribs too. When his brother, when they became really, really big Backstreet Boys, he was only like 10 or 11, something like that. So it was shortly after that, that he started doing his own thing. And, uh, but I, I, you know, you don't follow these guys for very long, but I know I had seen, uh, Julia was telling me about it. Like, yo, he was completely tattooed. And I was like, really? So I went and looked at pictures and his whole face, like he's, he's got tattoos all over his face. He looked completely different than he did when he was a kid. And, uh, I think that he had gotten heavily into drugs later in life and, uh, it just kind of messed with him and eventually ended up taking his life. He died very similar to like the Whitney Houston, right? Drugs in the bathtub. So Aaron Carter did Aaron Carter. Yep. Man, them drugs be getting people, bro. I know. Can people not read labels? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure they're getting labels, my guy. What do you mean? Uh-huh. These aren't like over-the-counter drugs. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Where else would you get them? From your neighborhood drug dealer. Wait, where do they get them? Uh, well, they make them. Have you have you seen they Breaking Bad? They make them. Have What's you seen Breaking, Breaking Bad? Bad? I don't. Oh. I'm mm. not familiar. Okay, yeah, this is this is this is a uh, meme tastic. This isn't some old show. You've seen Breaking Bad, I know, because you went out of your way to say you were going to watch. Was it El Camino? And your brother spoiled it for you. So El Camino. I'm not into cars much. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, there's not a lot of depth to this conversation, right? It's the 27 Club. It's the mysterious craziness that there's been a bunch of artists that have died at the age of 27, not making it 28. There, I don't know of any like long-lasting conspiracies there, other than it kind of reminds me of the thought process of, um, you know, celebrities die in three, or or people die in three. I don't know if you guys have ever heard that. Like, I heard it growing up that like somebody would die and be like, oh, let's say Michael Jackson dies, and you're like, oh, that means two more are coming, and then like the next person would die, and then they'd be like, oh, one more. And that's how it always happens. It always happens like that. So, like, Betty White died, and then there were two other people that died around the same time. And so uh, if you've never thought that or heard that, that is something that I always kind of grew up hearing. And you're like, oh, they die in three. Gosh, they're gonna, it's going to happen again. So that's kind of how I've always thought about the 27 Club. It, you're never surprised to hear when an artist dies and they're 27. You're like, oh, okay, 27 Club. Although you're looking at the list, there are quite a few names that you know, but – this list is extensive, and I don't know half the names on here. Uh, it, it, <clears throat> it's just kind of become one of those things where I think now it's kind of growing for ridiculous amounts of reasons. But I think it's important to say stuff like, you know, Kurt Cobain at the time, at the time they were like one of the top bands, that, right? When uh, Amy Winehouse, she was like at the top of the charts when she died. Jimi Hendrix, of course, Jimi Hendrix, right? He, he was phenomenal, um, died at pretty much the top of his his game too so it's like all these things were happening for these individuals and they were at the top of what you would consider their career or at least on the path upward uh and these big events happen which is what highlights the concept of 27 uh, them dying at 27 and then when you have multiple it just has now become this stack and you have all these things happening and 
at some point you go, is it a coincidence or is this all happening for a reason? And that's where I'm like, is someone out there, you know, Tupac in these people? <laughs> the, right? The, like the, 20, the 27 Club serial killer. I'm, I'm, look, is it that far-fetched? These are all people that had drug problems, alcohol problems. It wouldn't really be that hard. Most of them partied, so fingerprints are all over the rooms. Would it really be that hard to 27 someone? No, I, I think I'm capable of killing a 27-year-old. I'm just saying. And, and, and not only – so you're talking like a fully Sorry. capable 27-year-old. This is a 27-year-old that's like high off, high off a kite, right? right? Like they just got done at a party taking every drug known to man. You go home with them, and you're like, here, have a couple more. And, and I'm reading this article, and that's kind of leading into what you're saying is that, you know, some of the myths that there are people taking out these, you know, um, whoever it is that's doing it, whether it's um, – because a lot of these people, their families own a portion of the rights, but the label still owns a big portion of the rights too. So like when you mentioned Pac, right? Right. Um, there was that whole battle with uh, Death Row Records, and, and we know that. We did the episode on it. But all these – people that died their labels all owned a portion of them and so here these people are they're like deep in their addictions and not coming out of it so if you're a record label and this is where this is a myth like this is there's no evidence of this but if you're a record label and you see your rising star tons of fan base how do you keep them in infamy right and how do you how do you keep them and people still buying their albums and downloading their music you know um and it was like Kurt Cobain, for instance. You know, there was the suicide note and all that that was supposedly found, and and then some believed it was his his wife. What was her? What was her name? Um, Janice. Uh, the she was like an actress or something. Yeah, Janice. <clears throat> was it Janice? Yeah, it's just Janice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so Kurt Cobain's death was what started the uh the 27 club and its mythology and the belief that you know that all these young artists are dying and that's why i asked the first question like what's the um what was the main cause of death in almost all of them some had like asphyxiation um most of them drug overdose drowning a lot of murder too by the way handful of suicides lots of car accidents all stuff that could have been uh know uh, done by another individual right uh but this article is saying that all these people all had like drug and alcohol problems yeah. and the reality is is as drug and alcohol problems persist and go deeper you tend to be uh like you don't do as many shows you know. as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed when i was looking to hire someone it was so slow and overwhelming i wish i had used indeed if you need to hire you need indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply not writing albums anymore people start to go oh what a waste you know junky things like that and maybe you lose a large chunk of your fan base so why not take them out before this happens and i mean if these, if these people are young artists at like 18 19 they're kicking off their career by 27 it's booming figure right around maybe 27 is the ripe age of knocking them out and keeping their fan base Jimi hendrix still has a huge following well, I mean, and we've seen that with like other things, not to say that this is the same thing for like Tupac or what or Biggie, but they're following quadrupled after dying. Right. Um, it was I think there's a lot of motive there to be said. And 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 I wanted to look it up just to, just for, you know, posterity. Um, the coined term 27 Club did not come into existence until Kurt Cobain died in 94. Right. So, yeah. uh before him you had, you know, Brian Jones, Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, Jim Morris, all dying between 90, or 69 and 71. So it all happened a lot. But when he died in 94 and him being an artist, they were able to look back and go, okay, hey, these other artists died at 27 too. Okay, there's definitely something going on. And then when Amy Winehouse died in, what was it, like 2011, 2012, something like mm -hmm. that, yep. um, it was like, oh, God, another one. And she was fantastic. I mean, her voice is great. So it's – yeah. Yeah, I, I, I see it. I see it. I, I Again, it's one of those things where you search and there's just not a lot of um, backing to it. But, I mean, our world is crazy, right? You're telling me that money doesn't drive people to do stupid stuff. I think if you had someone that was so lost and in their way. Let me, okay, okay. Um, do you guys remember the band? And you probably won't, Cody, but like Hoobastank? Do you remember that, uh, Aaron? Oh, yeah. Hoobastank. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate the effort. Yeah, no problem. Um, Hoobastank I, I, had a I'm had an album. They they literally are, okay. How about how about Creed? Creed, of course. Yeah, Creed, they started right? off. They started off Wait, as like a Christian band. And who's the lead mainstream. singer of that again? Uh, what was his name? Was it Scott something? I can't remember his name. Anyways, um, the the point is is both Hoobastank wasn't quite the same as as Creed, but. These were bands that were really popular, really like they like Creed, Creed had, of course, had multiple albums. But the, the demise of Creed was they were a, a th essentially a Christian band to start. And then he started showing up to shows drunk and out of his mind. Um, same thing with Hoobastank. Hoobastank was like this fantastic band. All of a sudden started showing up to like VMA Awards, barely being able to sing. And it literally crushed their image. Now, Creed had a large following over many years, many albums. So Creed is still popular today. You can go and find it's like Nickelback, right? You can find plenty of people on on Instagram or whatever using their 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 audio. You don't have a ton of people using Hoobastank because they really only had one album. Uh, that made anywhere. But the point is, is you're right, right? The idea of the drug and the alcohol, I, I guess the culture's there, right? So everybody that in the back scene knows that this is there. And as long as it doesn't start to creep into the business, the money-making element of it, then it's not a problem. But it's once it starts to creep into that element that that's where I think the conspiracy comes. And you're like, hey, man, we can make more money off this if we end this person's life than 
keeping them alive and having to, you know, try to regain our losses because you start putting a bunch of money into someone like an Amy Winehouse, right? Who was an up and comer was fantastic, right? She was, I think a couple of years older than I was. And she was like coming onto the scene hot. This is before Adele and all those. And she had that unique voice. She'd have been a powerhouse. Like she'd been fantastic kind of coming into all this, but that drug problem was getting in the way. It was starting to have issues. It was starting to show up in public. I'm just saying, I'm just saying they, I don't remember how she died, but I believe it was alcoholism, right? Like she died from drinking too much. Something yeah. happened. Lead Alcohol poisoning. poisoning? Yeah, poisoning. yeah. So she just she just drank herself to death. Yeah. You know. Uh, I uh, I re- I liked Creed better when they were naked toddler. You guys remember that? Naked toddlers, Nirvana. No, naked toddler. That that was that was their that was their thing. They were <laughs> I, they, I, they were naked I, toddler, I, dude. I have not heard of naked toddler. Naked toddler was uh, was Creed before Creed got blew blew up. You know. Really. Yeah, oh, I don't know that I believe that. I prefer I prefer the Naked Toddler um, albums. Oh, that was literally the I don't know if it was the name of their band, also known as Naked Toddler, back in 1994. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm, I'm glad that didn't stick. No, and I'm sure their their publicist is probably the reason for that. Oh my gosh! And and lead lead vocalist Scott Stapp, Stape Stapp, S T A P P. Uh, so I was close. Yeah, also known as Naked Toddler. Did you just Google that? Excuse me? I did not Google <laughs> Naked Toddlers. I don't know. Why would I Google something like that? No, 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 no. Did you Google Creed? If because I Google Naked F- Toddlers F- right F- now, I'm pretty sure the FBI would bust down my door right now. Did you Did you Google Creed and see that? Because that is such a random fact that I was a heavy Creed listener, but I did not know that they were referred to oh, as Naked Oh, you're not, a, you're not an OG Creed fan, I suppose. No, clearly not. Um, <laughs> you're not because a- to tell me that a that a former Christian band it they was are called Naked Toddler? Definitely not Christian and never were. They did. That was their they first. They kicked no, off. No, they weren't. No, they weren't. They were never Christian. Are you sure about that? I'm 100% sure. Creed has never claimed to be Christian. They People said that Creed was, but they've never said that. And they have, in fact, said that they're not a Christian band. Like, no, like no, no, no. So I remember going to concerts. I remember interviews. Mm-hmm. Four of the members were devout Christians. The lead singer was the only one that came that was not. But they were, they were just like every other group at the time that came out and had the, the same kind of calling. I would say that they went away from that later on. <coughs> I'm sorry. When you Google Creed, it says, uh, is Creed a religious band? And it says, uh, we are not a Christian band, in quotes, from an interview uh, from Scott uh, Stop. Who's the right. The, he was the only one that was not, but he was actually the, the son of a, of a minister. Uh, he's the only one in the band that ever claimed to not be a Christian. Oh, so that's what I mean. He so just they, said they're not a Christian band <clears throat> though. Yeah. So they all have a Christian background, which is why a lot of their music has, um, that kind of music. has. It does quality. have that feel to Cause, it. Cause yeah. Scott no, Scott staff I, is quoted as saying that he understands why they, people believe it because they all, the entire band, he says, we ran away as young as, uh, 17 and 18 year olds. Um, with Christian backgrounds, and um, you know, a lot of our music has that tone. Yeah. So yeah, whatever. You I can, can see it. it. You, you can call it what you want to call it. It's lipstick on a pig. 
At the end of the day, they were singing Christian songs just like every other Christian band that was trying to go secular. <laughs> they at the weren't time. singing Christian songs. It wasn't until later that there was crap songs yeah. started to throw uh, into their mix. They weren't Christian songs. I can't for a life of me remember any of their songs. Can can one of you guys sing one? I yeah. am not singing. I know what you want to do. That was great. It's all of them. It's all of them. That was all. <laughs> that was the that was the hook on every oh, album man. that they had. <laughs> all I can think of is can you take me higher? Yeah, that's right. That's what you were just doing, right? I'm sure they do that at every uh Oh, that's so good. Everything. At every <laughs> every uh Keep every the concert same, don't change the to. words. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, back to this list though. What about this? What if, you know, these guys come up and they're young and they're writing music or whatever it is that they're doing and um you know, of course, like like Elvis. You guys watched the Elvis movie, right? I did. I, I didn't know a lot of that. I didn't know, um, you know, kind of how that manager did what he did and all that. But what if they're introduced to drugs and alcohol and, you know, almost like, you know, if you had your, your agent or whoever and they're, they're kind of slipping you some things. Here, this will, this will make you relax. This will make you feel better. And then... The the point of it is is to make you perform better, right? And and write better music. That if that's the mentality, and then of course it gets out of hand. So maybe they have this this algorithm, this mathematical equation that says, hey, by twenty seven years old, it's going to get out of hand. We got to keep their their fame alive. Off them, and then they off them somehow. Whether it be drug overdose, uh, drowning, lead poisoning, you know, set up car accidents, lead, po- <laughs> lead poisoning, yeah. Um, lots it's a of nasty setup. way to go. Yeah, I mean the the difference in the Elvis thing, right? Is okay. I didn't know any of that either, and I know it's Hollywoodized in some sense. But I remember, like my mother in law talks about how um, they remember a lot of the stories coming out back then that that it was that bad for him. And as you see in the movie, I mean, it's again, it's acting and it's a recount of what happened to some extent. But he's miserable. He's, he's drowning himself in it, and so that's more the result of his manager creating that rather than the individual creating that again it's like every other thing in life right we we we've always heard or we've seen that some people can't handle money aaron carter killing himself he he was a millionaire by the time he was like a preteen right um that they don't know how to handle that kind of popularity that kind of notice that kind of money that kind of everything um and because there's no you know there's no real like fence put around their lives right by the parents to guide, to guide and, and, and kind of help them. Um, they basically just are left to their own demise and they don't know how to, because happiness, you know, I don't know each of us, we're not millionaires. We, we're, we're okay. We, we provide for our families, but I'll tell you, you know, we can easily, because on the other side, looking at it and go, man, dude, a lot of money. It'd make things a lot easier. I, I'd like to believe I'd be happier if I didn't have to think about money. Um, but sure, but if you don't know how to handle it, it can get out of hand. If you don't sure. know how to handle it, right, right. So I've always made the comment that if I ever came into that kind of money or won the lottery, first off, I'd never tell anyone. Second, I'd put it all away, and I wouldn't change a whole lot of the aspects of my life, with the exception of maybe paying off the things that I have. But you're not going to see me go out and buy a Lamborghini. Um, Would you kick do us a- down some? I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> you know, listen, I, I, you know, I don't it need changes cash. If you just gave me the Lambo, that'd be enough. <laughs> well, I got to have write-offs, so I would probably employ you. 
you could no make a charity called giving stuff back to cody llc and then uh and then just donate all the things you need to donate over to me and i can can hold on to it i can imagine the irs department that's reading the the request to form this this 503c and and they're like "Uh uh-huh so the charity is to give lamborghinis and ferraris to a guy named cody that's exactly right he is in need Desperate need. <laughs> I'm saying, have you seen some of the charities that are out there right now? <clears throat> oh, I know. I mean, some let, of these should should not I'm make it saying, through the, like, the process, but they make it. It's crazy. Like, let's be real. A charity <sighs> to give Cody a Lamborghini. I mean, some people would give to it. I should make a GoFundMe. Also, did you guys see uh, who was it? Was it Patagonia? Did you guys see the thing about Patagonia? Nope. Okay, so I guess like um, the the Godfather of Patagonia, the the uh, the dude who started it all, the the company, um, was he's like he's super old, right? Patagonia's been around for a minute, um, and he's like, you know what? We're gonna he's like doing the whole like, oh, we're super green. We're gonna give all. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna donate all my money that I've made to charity. And we're going to give back to the world to, like, help save global warming, blah, blah, blah. Right? You go on their website, you can see it. It says it on there. It's like, like $100 million dollars to fight climate change, that kind of thing? It, well, it's more than that. It's, like, billions of dollars to fight climate change. Like, it's his, oh, entire, it's his entire, like, net worth. He's oh, like, says he, he says he will donate $100 million a year. So he has uh, – what's it called? He's – he said that he's the Patagonia is not no longer like uh like the the he's donating the company to save uh blah blah uh what's it called oh my uh, climate change or whatever so that that was like the headline right what he actually did was he made one of those uh you know 501c3s um and um yeah he made it called Hold Fast Collective yeah and so he, what he did he's he put like just the like ninety nine percent of all his wealth into that non voting stock. He moved ninety eight percent of all private yeah. shares into this, and then he and then he made his children his the designees, and so like they own that LL, that own that LLC that whatever that five hundred one c three organization, and so they're the owners of that now. And then the, like the other one percent is going to charity, and he's acting like. Oh yeah, it's that's all going to charity because technically they're all charities, right? And so it's just all bullcrap. And so everybody was like, "This is such, uh, you know, a lie and everything." And people were pissed about it. I saw, I was reading about it. It was pretty cool. Anyway, fun little that's fact. Nuts. Patagonia. Yeah, fun he says fact. here to accomplish those goals, he's going to create a uh, a purpose group and donate a hundred percent of the company's voting stock. And that's the, that's the key word is voting stock because of his private holdings. Those are considered non non voting. So he moves 98% of all stock that he owns into a share for his family to take care of. And then on the voting stock, which is what he, you know, the remainder, that's what he ends up donating on, which is, I mean, still a lot of money, but still. Yeah. It's it's grandstanding. uh, It's disgusting. Right. Yes. No, and, and that's what I'm saying. I mean, <clears throat> I'm pretty sure this stuff's public knowledge. You can look up 503C charters, and uh, it, it it's ridiculous, some of these that get passed. So, I mean, I'm with Cody. You know, we should start one. Yep. Be real simple. We just need to start a business and take yeah. advantage. Absolutely. 
So I want to start a podcast where we talk about magic cards. That's my thing. We can have a spinoff. Let's do it. I'm down, dude. Let's just start recording right now. Kill the bot thing. Let's just break it out. Okay, so anyway, <laughs> let's talk about today's card. It's called Dressed Down. It's an enchantment with Flash. It's one in a blue, and it's from our Modern Horizons 2 set. Uh, we're going to look at that. It says, when you when Dressed Down he, enters the really battlefield, go with it. he's just going to roll. Crystal World has says, ended. Magic World has begun. Creatures lose all abilities. At the beginning of the end step, sacrifice Dressed Down. Now, can either of you tell me We've why lost, like, this sort of card <laughs> would be valuable uh, to anyone uh, these days? Uh, it, it, uh, did they murder? Did they die at the age of twenty-seven? This uh, of, this guy on the art might duck? look like look like he might be uh, on the verge of that. He could be. I mean, he is dressing down, right? I feel like Cody should bring synergy to the podcast. So we'll That's pick a topic, and then I'm Cody goes that. and finds a card that has all topic synergy. Yeah, I can do that. You know, like, I think my favorite, uh, again, we're going off the rails with magic, but my favorite that I, I heard from you was the gift that you, I believe, got for our buddy DJ, uh, who has been on the podcast, friend of the podcast. Um, Shout out to DJ. Hey, what was the two episodes was, he what, did? What, 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 uh, uh, he did the Warrens and he did JFK. JFK. That's so right. I want to, I don't, early, early, that's early Twisted World. But uh, I believe you got him like a, some a marriage one and a ring one when he proposed or got engaged or whatever it was, and I just thought, how, yeah. dude, that's talk about synergy. That's life synergy right yeah. there. I got him a wedding ring from. Hey. Uh, oh God, sorry. I, I, oh, I, I just I just remembered something. Yeah, it's no, wedding ring, can... and then it's uh, happily ever after. Right, that's great. Oh, these are cards. These are cards. Yes. Yeah, wow. and they're actually good cards. Yeah. Nice. One wins the game. Like instantly, yeah. Happily ever after. after. Yeah. Wins the game. Uh, if you have like one color of every permanent, and then one of each type of every permanent, and no cards in your hand, then you win the game. Wow. Uh, well, I guess that about wraps that up, huh? Yeah, we're gonna start the uh, new start the, the new pod, magic whole, podcast. Whole new pod. What hey. would we call our magic podcast? We call it. Um, Call it uh, uh, something Tudor. Um, no, it can't be Tolarian Tudor. Um, that's dumb. Wow, I expected no. this to be a little bit like I got something off the top of my head. No, wow. we can. We'll have to work on that. We can do. Um, Just comment down below. Wizards of the most. Wizards of the most. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. We're, okay, we're losing. We're losing people. Yeah. So hey, well, I, uh, I said thirty-seven minutes. At this point, nobody's listening. No, we're fine. Listen, before we wrap up, though, if you guys were a famous singer or artist, what would be your preferred way to go out? Lead poisoning. Uh, at the age of twenty-seven. <laughs> at the age of twenty-seven. Yeah. How would you go out? No, I mean that. That would be it. I would. I would prefer to die at twenty-seven. Uh, I mean, I get it, but you got to pick something. You got to be like, what? What would be? Uh, are you, are you a drug it. overdose guy? No, I think it, the best way to go out as a as a as an artist would be on stage, in front of everyone, right? In front of, pull in a gun front out, of everyone, shoot your. Well, mouth. okay, listen, oh listen. it doesn't have to be pull that a gun weird, out and okay? be like, and just oh like gosh. at the end it's of so it, it'll be your your farewell tour, and you just pull out a little like gun, and you just like aim your head at the audience, so they all get splattered with brains as but you I, like okay, walk off. Okay, stage. It's a totally morbid thought, but it popped in my head. <laughs> 
You do it to where you're barely hanging onto the stage like you're going to fall back on a mosh pit. So when you do it, the recoil of the gun and the, and the impact causes you to fall oh back where they don't this. know what's happened and they're holding their hands up and they're they're literally moving your body across the the, the audience. It I mean, tell me, or, would there be a better way to go out as, an, as a rock star? You have a noose around your neck and you go for a stage dive. And you're immediately oh jerked back. God. And it's like, can you take me higher? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh man. Terrible. I'm gonna go All out right. with a. I'm gonna go out with a bathtub in a bathtub with a toaster with a pop tart. That's how I'm going out. That sounds. Why? Why they, yeah. why they gotta be a fat boy thing? Because like, I'm a fat kid, bro. Like you got it. You know what I'm saying? Like just sit there, and okay, and, okay, and it falls okay. in, and the pop tarts pop All out. Right. And they got to be the blueberry. Up. They got to be the blueberry kind with the okay. frosting. You know what I'm saying? You lost me. So that's where I was gonna go. The last thing I wanted to know is what kind of pop tart. Blueberry. And he said blueberry. Blueberry. Kind what the, the what? Who in the right mind eats a blueberry pop tart? What? Come on, Aaron. What are you talking on. about? There's what there was a right eat? answer. There was a right answer. <laughs> and then what is the right answer, Cody? It's strawberry. It's strawberry all day. Now, I will tell you, I have a sleeper pick in this. All right? It's underrated. It could come up in the ranks. You're gonna but I've always liked the chocolate frosted one. Get the freak out. Listen, out it's not a Pop-Tart. It's not Get a Pop-Tart, out. even though it's a Pop-Tart. I don't... It, but it's a sleeper pick. Everybody's got um, one. No. That's mine. That's disgusting. That is. Man, I, I love how we're like gagging to pop tarts, but yet ten seconds ago we're talking about hanging and shooting ourselves off stage. I don't have to eat people <laughs> hanging themselves. Well, I mean, if you're mosh pitting, uh, you sure do. Uh, you guys. Are well, crazy. that's because I paid for it. <laughs> hey, so. by the way, happy one year, guys! Happy one. Oh year. yeah, that's right. It's our one year anniversary. That's right. T Dub has made it one year. Anyway, so the next card I have here is Bone Shards. It's for one black. <laughs> All right, it's time to go. Uh, Twisted World uh, fam, as always, we love you. We out. Peace out. And we have uh, credit. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.